Welcome to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God, presented from the Lighthouse Chapel International. This rich teaching provides clear and straightforward answers for everyone desiring to walk according to the Word of God. Reverend Samuel Sawyer is an anointed man of God with a special grace for teaching the Word of God and a unique passion for building people and positively transforming lives. He is currently the resident head pastor of the LCI Rose of Sharon Cathedral, Accra, Ghana. Enjoy some of the most comprehensive and down-to-earth teaching as taught in the Lighthouse Chapel International. Worship you, Lord. Worship you, Lord. Can we sing this song? Lord, pour out your spirit if you know how to sing it. Lord, pour out your, your spirit on all the people of the earth. Let your sons and daughters. Reveal the secrets of our hearts. The secrets of your heart. Lord, the world is risen. Let creation see the coming of your day. That's gonna be a great awakening. Jesus' name. Amen. Put your hands together and may take your seats. Hallelujah. Are you glad you're in church? Hold the hand of somebody and say something nice to the person. Just hold the hand of somebody. Say something. Prophesy over the person. Speak a word over the person. Say something nice. Something wonderful. Something good. Amen. I was going to be excited when he came to church, is it not? King David said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Our wedding couple is also coming, so put your hands together for them. Our wedding couple is also coming. Uh, 
Beckham. You look different. I don't know. They look a little different, eh? Yeah. Yesterday you could see that the fence, but now he looks a little relaxed. <laughs> All right. Church of God, it's good to be in the house of the Lord. And we've been talking about keys to the supernatural life. Keys to the supernatural life. Uh, the Christian life is supposed to be a supernatural life. And sometimes people are afraid of the spiritual because people are normally sometimes afraid of the unknown. But I want you to know that you do not have to be afraid. It's the life God intended for us. And all that you got to do is to believe it, to expect it, and to walk in it. And my prayer is that as we speak about the supernatural, somebody says supernatural. As we speak about the supernatural, we will begin to assess the things of heaven. So that our Christianity does not become a mere religion. Mere religion. But it becomes something practical. Somebody say practical. Something that we can experience. Something that we can do what? Experience. It takes a supernatural grace for even a young man full of fire. Passion, vim to say that I'm going to marry. Are you getting what I'm saying? Because other than that, he will just um, overlook one or two things. So I believe that the supernatural is a life that you must uh, desire. And then also, because we um, are human beings made of flesh and blood. We must know that part of our lives are also natural. Part of our lives is what? Natural. So it is a mixture. The supernatural is a mixture of both the natural and the super. Look at somebody and say, Super, you're natural. There are people who are too natural. Everything is natural. Say, oh, sorry, I'm your part. Now, Junior, you can get. Now, Junior, the cocoa, Mikaina, you call sorry, be lighthouse. I. Now, your first service and a second service and a third service. And I remember that the guitarist, he would come and play for the first service. You play nicely. But the second service, you'll be on the stage and he'll be sleeping. And which I tell you, you are in the spirit. So we were wondering what makes this guy sleep at the second service. When we investigated, not knowing that after the first service there was some cocoa, cocoa be in the front there. It's a poor first service. Yeah, of course, filambam. second second service now I lem. But you see, I'm here to tell you that in as much as the Bible says in the book of Second Corinthians chapter. Um, uh, 10 verse uh, 4 5 uh, says that uh, though we walk uh, in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. Somebody say, I walk in the flesh, but my fight, 
my behavior, my life, my contention, the things I do, it is not in the flesh. Amen. The book of Jude says in verse 3, it says, earnestly contend for the faith. Your life must be a life of faith. And today I want to tell you about the key of faith. Somebody say the key of faith. We've spoken about the key of the Holy Spirit. Have we spoken about the key of the Holy Spirit? And I think that we'll continue speaking about the key of the Holy Spirit for some time to come. We are not going to um, stop there. But I want to, because the Holy Spirit is everything. Oh yeah. I told the first, the second service and I want to tell you. Imagine. Imagine. Imagine you had a friend. Who has a friend here? Give me a wave. You have a friend. I have a friend. My wife is my best friend. And then I have other friends. But imagine that you had a friend who knows everything. He knows everything. Me, if I had a friend, you know what, what I would do with that friend? Do you want to know? You have a friend who knows Alenofiano. How do you call it? Aleche. Aleche. Alecho. Father Rang, if I had such a friend, today, 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 I'll just take him to who wants to be rich. I'll just take him there. I said, go and answer all the questions. Go and bring back. What, what is the price sum for that? 50,000. Because he knows everything. They ask him anything he knows. But I came to assure somebody this morning that if you are born again, if you are what? You are born again, if you are a Christian, and if you are believing God not just to be a Christian on paper, that is in the books of a church, but in reality you are a born again believer. I want you to know that then the Holy Spirit is inside you. And he is the one that knows everything. Put your hands together for the Lord. Somebody. He is the one that does what? He knows everything. The Bible calls him the spirit of truth. Somebody say the spirit of truth. In the book of um, John chapter 16, I told you last week. The Bible calls him the one who will guide us into all truth. He will lead us. He's a guide. Somebody say the Holy Spirit is a guide. He's also a remembrancer, if there's a word like that. He, he brings back things to our remembrance. He reminds us. So you need the Holy Spirit. Somebody say, I need the Holy Spirit. I asked two people a question. And they answered me, from their hearts and I, I, I realized as they were giving me the answers that what they were saying was the mindset of the vast majority of Christians but you, you are going to be different say amen I asked them that what do you think will happen in this church if I speak about the Holy Spirit for the next six months their answers were almost identical one person said, and I'll not tell you who. One person said, oh, the church will scatter. You don't seem surprised. You don't seem worried. You don't, see, you don't, you don't seem, nobody saying forgive, mercy. Nobody say, oh, no, no. Nobody saying tofioka. Hey. 
My microphone doesn't, it's not working. It's like people are not hearing me. Are you sure? So the church will scatter. Because I'm talking about the Holy Spirit. Because I'm talking about the one who is inside you. Because I'm talking about the greater power. Ooh. But you see, I respect the answer. Because the devil has done a good job to make us realize that or to make us think that we don't need the Holy Spirit. We don't need a guide. I need a guide. I said, I need a guide. Have you arrived in a city that you don't know anybody in the city before? You'll be excited when somebody is meeting you at the airport. I have had people meet me at the airport. They just carry my bag. I remember once I arrived in um, Oliver Tambo in, 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 in Pretoria. Johannesburg, sorry. And the man who came to take me, he was a South African. For about three minutes, we, we were lost in the airport. No, three minutes is too short. About ten minutes. Me and him, my guide, we were all lost in the airport. I mean, what a shock. Because the airport has multi-levels. Do you understand? Levels. Where there's domestic, what happened was that he was also going to pick um, another person at the domestic side. So he was picking me from the international side, and then going to also pick another person who was arriving from, I think, Port Elizabeth or something at the domestic side. Then after that, you take all of us home. So for some reason, we were lost. You pass here. I mean, to get the exit, it's not like here that gate one, gate two, you're finished. There are multiple gates that you have to come out. This man is a world travel person. You understand what I'm saying? You, I mean, the guy didn't know. He passed here. He passed here. After I said, just ask somebody. For about 10 minutes, we were moving. We we'll we'll get into an elevator. Then we'll go up. They said, no, no, it's not here. Because he was looking for where he had parked his car. I'm telling you, that thing has happened to me twice. He was looking. The other one was in London. We also went to a, a big shop. Shopping mall. I'm not lying to you. The shopping mall. Maybe I don't want to say it, so I'll ask somebody else. How big can a shopping mall be? Maybe from here to where? Be honest. The, the one that I experienced in Denmark will be from here to Akwaje. From here to where? Akwaje? Shopping mall. Shop. Where you are just, I mean, you are just, they, even some of the shops, the old ladies, they don't work, they use small car. They have a small car inside the shop. You are, you are checking for the clothes. Also, there no old ladies in the car. I'm not lying. I'm your pastor. I'm not lying. Is it true? A shopping mall that you have to use a car. If, if you are going from here to Akwaje, just looking for clothes, you need, a, you need a car. A small car like that. And you just check the clothes. I don't like it. You can be lost. And when you are lost, and you have a guide... Ah, is it not nice that you meet somebody, you meet an officer? Please, we have parked our car because when we, when, 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 the one that happened in London, we, the, 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 the shop was the car park was about three or four floors down, about three, about four. So, different, different levels, all of it, car park, car park, car park. And when you park, you have to remember whether it was H3 or IK or something. And black man, Charlie, <laughs> we don't put things in our head. And now we are going to walk walk from here to Akwaje and back. All over at different levels. Sometimes we go up this, that, that. Now where is the car? Ah. 
at a point we had to call the security and then the Holy Spirit is the one that will guide you don't make the mistake of leaving the Holy Spirit out of your life the Bible says in John chapter 16 in verse 13 he says that he will guide you into all truth in John chapter 15 verse 26 the Bible says I will send down a comforter the comforter the comforter even the spirit of truth also known as truth doing business as truth alias truth you want truth you want the truth don't try anything don't go to ministry of information don't go to census board go to the holy spirit am i speaking to christians i feel like i'm speaking to but to me today's christians like charlie i can do it by myself I can do it by my, you cannot do it by yourself. You need you, the Holy Spirit is so important that important people in the Bible they didn't do anything without the Holy Spirit. David attributed all his strength to the Holy Spirit in Psalm 51, verse 11. He said, If you take anything away, don't take the Holy Spirit away from me. In Ezra chapter 33, Moses says, If your spirit doesn't go with me, your presence I will not go anywhere. The Holy Spirit was so important that in Acts chapter 1, verse 6 and 7 and 8, Jesus told the disciples that wait until the Holy Spirit comes before you do anything. The Holy Spirit was so important that Jesus Christ, for 30 years, he couldn't do anything until the Holy Spirit came upon him. And in Luke chapter 4, he went into the temple. Then he said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He was quoting Isaiah chapter 61. Can I speak to somebody? Let's talk about faith, the key of faith. Let's read these scriptures very quickly. Romans chapter 10. Our time is almost up. The key of faith. I'm going to just give you four or so points and then we'll close. Tonight I want you to come for our special evening service. 4.30 we start. We want to close early. I'm just going to pray for the sick. Amen. I believe I should pray for the sick. It's not something I'm thinking about. It's something I'm believing. Amen. It's something that is in my heart. And that is what we are going to do. I am not a healer. Jesus is the healer. I myself am wearing glasses. And I take medicine. So if we so, then physician, heal yourself. But that is not why I'm emphasizing. I'm emphasizing my faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, my faith is in Isaiah chapter 53. That by his stripes I'm healed. Are you getting what I'm saying? And that is what we are going to exercise. Romans chapter 10 verse 10. We are just reading about four scriptures. And then we would finish this service today. Don't sleep on me. Please. This message is the most important message that you would ever hear up to this point. Can I hear an amen? amen? Romans chapter 10, verse 10. What does the Bible say? It says, Let's read from verse 8. One, two. But what saith it? The word of God, King James says, nine. But then modern English is near. Look at someone say, near. The word. Is ninety even where in thy mouth? Did they, did they say it is it is in the Bible? Don't make the mistake to say that you have a Bible, so it's enough. Jesus Christ said that you will not come to me. He said you search the scriptures because you think in them you have eternal life, and you will not come place God with the word. I'm saying this because I'm going to say something else. When I say the word, I'm talking wulu. I have a Bible. You may have a Bible, but you don't have God. You may have a Bible, but you don't have Jesus. How many churches don't have Bibles? I used to go to a church where every we had a big Bible. But God wasn't there. Are you getting what I'm saying? 
the word of God is near you, the Bible says, even in thy mouth and in thy heart, underline in thy heart, and come to church with the Bible, please. And in thy heart, that is, i.e., the word of faith which we preach. What kind of word? The word of faith. It's not a word of doubting. It's not a word of doubting. Paul told Timothy in 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 15. He said that this is a faithful saying. Meaning it's something you can bank on. Worthy of all acceptation. Today you cannot even bank on your boyfriend. When you see somebody who has said, I love you. Somebody who said, I will marry you. Somebody who goes to see your parents. And somebody who eventually goes to the AMA. And somebody who even comes to the church. And somebody who even says, I do and I will. Then you know that that person is serious. Brother, you are a very serious person and I respect you from today. From yesterday. As I saw this guy going through the processes. I respect you not just from yesterday. But even from the day you told me that I'm in a relationship. I marked you and I said, this man is a serious man. I remember about a year ago, then this man, history. Do you remember? He stopped me there and said, Pastor, I want to tell you something. Like his, his way, he said, Pastor, I want to tell you something. He said, What is it you want to tell me? Pastor, I want to tell you that I'm in a relationship. I said, Really? Who? Then said, Charlie, that fine baby. I said, Which fine baby? Oh, she didn't say that, but I mean, it was all part of it. But you see, it takes a serious minded person to do what he's doing. Somebody. Who has faith and belief? Because what they did last night, they could have done it before. Just assume he didn't hear. <laughs> but he decided to do the right thing. May you do the right thing in Jesus' name. I said, May you do the right thing in Jesus' name. Yeah, Pastor, but you don't know. I don't want to know. All that I know is what I know. Amen. You 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 believe in something else. You believe, I believe in the word of God. Amen. Can you allow me to preach, please? All right. Verse 9. It says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth, your mouth has a work to do. Amen. If thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus. Prisla, Jacob, see me after church, eh? Prisla. And thou shalt believe in thy heart. Confess with your mouth, believe in your heart. Is it not? That God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Now, verse 10 is a key verse. It says, For with the heart man believes. With what? The heart. The heart, something inside here. Not just with the mind, your heart. Something a knowing, a belief that if God has said it, then that is it. My mind. Somebody say, oh, my mind has nothing to do with it. Your mind has everything to do with it. Amen. Your mind also has to accept it. Amen. It says, for with the heart, man believed unto righteousness, and with the mouth, confession. Confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture saith, whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. Amen. Now come to verse 14. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? That's why I'm here preaching to you. Can I preach to you? Verse 17. So then, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I just want us to read a few scriptures and then quickly I'll give you three or four things about faith. 
The next verse, Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21. Even just reading the verses is enough to bless you. I say just reading the verses is enough to do what? Bless you. If you can make yourself a reader of the word of God. I said a reader of the word of God. You will see the blessing that will come into your life. Bible says this book of the Lord shall not depart out of thy mouth. But thou shalt do what? Meditate upon it day and night That thou mightest observe To do according to all that is written The Bible says that then Thou shalt do what? Thou shalt make their way prosperous And thou shalt have good success That's Joshua 1 verse 8 Too many Christians they have taken the word of God And they have left it for pastors We are bringing the word of God back into the church I say we are bringing the word of God what? Back into the church Your Bible is not for decoration I say your Bible is what Not for decoration You have placed it under your TV and it's just there Nice It is not as an adjustment for your pillow To elevate your pillow It is supposed to be in your heart Are you getting what I'm saying That's why the high priest Aaron in Exodus chapter 30 verse 7 He was told that in the morning and in the evening When he is trimming the lamps That is when he is switching on the, 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 the lights And switching it off His daily routine As part of his daily routine He must also burn incense to the Lord And it was talking about prayer and communion The word of God That is why a man of God Someone say a man of God A man of God who has established um, How do you call it Churches in more than 30 countries A man of God who has um, How do you call it? Bible schools A man of God who has a hospital A man of God who has written books Books that have been published In different languages Some of his books have been published in Spanish Some of the books have been published in uh, 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 Portuguese Some of the books have been published in French Some of the books have been published in um, uh, German in, in Korea, in Chinese His books have been used in Bible schools All over the world a man of God was asked that what is your secret And he, he didn't say that Oh my secret is because my, 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 my mother is an European He didn't say my secret is because I, I studied medicine for 7 years He didn't say my, my, my secret is because I'm a tall person He didn't say my secret is because I'm fair He didn't say my secret is because I married a lawyer He didn't say my secret is because I live in Ghana He said my secret is my quiet time My quiet time That daily relationship that I have with the word of God that daily relationship that I have with the word of God That daily relationship I have with the word of God Is someone listening to me? Listen very carefully If you want to go places If you want to walk in the supernatural If you want God to super your natural Then you have to take his word serious I say you have to take his word serious I'm talking about the key of faith I'm talking about what? The key of faith and I believe God that your faith is going to rise from today That your faith is going to increase Faith was so important That when the disciples saw Jesus Christ doing certain things They came to him and they said Lord increase our faith Because they realized that Jesus Christ was a man of faith Is somebody listening to me Proverbs chapter 18 verse 21 Are you there? The Bible says Death and life Are queer Death and life are where? In Agege, Afghanistan. Death and life are where? In the Middle East. Don't make the mistake. 
death and life. Bible says they are in the tongue. They are in the power of the tongue. They are where? In the power of the tongue. Stick out your tongue to somebody. Say, la, 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 la. You don't know the power that you just have. I said you don't know the power you have. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And the Bible says that they that love it. I don't know what you love. I don't know what you love. You shall eat the fruit thereof. It means that they that love death, they shall eat death. Ask them, do you, do you love death? That's why I didn't. People don't like death though. In fact, if you're a Christian, you shouldn't like death in a sense because death is not, death is a cessation of everything. They that like love or they that love life, sorry, they shall eat. Do you love life? Do you love life? Do you love life? Or do you life has become a bitter pill? May you love life in the name of Jesus. But I'm talking about life. Living. Sometimes you are there and it's like you are not living. And you go to the restaurant to eat. And then, one of the ways as a Christian, and I prophesy over your church, when you go to a restaurant, you shouldn't be eating according to your pocket. Jesus Christ, he didn't use to eat according to his pocket. The supernatural life, the abundant life, the John 10, 10 life that Jesus Christ had, he lived according to supernatural grace. Are you getting what I'm saying? Pastor, I don't understand what you are saying. When I go to a restaurant to eat, after all, I just check my, my wallet and I check the menu and according to the menu, then I eat. Then you are living a life that is substandard. Thank you for helping me to preach. It's below par. Look at someone say, below par. Tell the person it's mediocre. It's average. And a pastor, oh, oh, pastor oh, oh, you mean to say we should go and steal? No. Or pastor, you mean to say I should do the thing that Isifu did? Ask someone, do you know Isifu? Isifu went to the restaurant and he ate. When he finished eating, not knowing that Charlie, he didn't have money. So the waitress told the madam and the madam shouted. Kwame! Then Kwame came. Met you. Then he called Yakubu. Then Yakubu also came. And you know what they did to Isifu? They beat him all well. Said next time we'll buy a restaurant for Scabra. Isifu realized that, eh. If you so no. Then he went to do press ups. He went to do bodybuilding. And then about two weeks later, he went again. This time well beat. Then he ordered everything he could eat. As soon as he finished eating, I said, Yakubu! Kwame. <laughs> because after all, it is just a beating that you receive. Church of God. <laughs> I believe that a Christian, you should have your needs met. Can I hear an amen? amen? Jesus Christ, his life, 
was an example of somebody whose needs were met. Go through the Bible, you see it. He needs to pay his tax. Then he will send somebody to the riverside. Go and catch a fish. Open the mouth. The tax is there. He needs to feed people in the wilderness. You say, make the men sit down. What is there? They'll say, we have some bread, we have some fish. He will make a prayer and then he'll feed them. He needs to have the day of his uh, Passover. He needs to have a feast. You say, go to town. You see a man carrying a pitch, a, a, a bucket or something. Follow that man. Go into the house. Tell the master of the house, I am coming to have my, 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 my wedding reception day. And it's done. And we say we are Christians. We must begin to have some of these things happen in our lives. Oh, can I hear amen? amen? The things that happened to Jesus, we must begin to experience some of it in our lives. May you experience a supernatural life in the name of Jesus. If all that you are looking for is uncle or brother or sister. Charlie, some of you, you must be able to build a house that all the timber for the roof, you did not pay for it. Can I hear amen? Amen. Some of you, you must be able to build a house that the land upon which you are building, you paid only a token for it. And and they have not taken you to court. Amen. (laughs) You must believe it all. Believe. As you believe, so shall it be for you. Because the one we are following, that is his life. Jesus Recently, when our bishop went to Sierra Leone, they gave him 10 acres of land, just like that. 10 acres for healing Jesus. Say, so healing Jesus will come and pack their trucks and things there. But you see, it is somebody who is exercising his faith. Today's Christians, we don't exercise our faith. And when we say we have faith, we have faith in our uncle, we have faith in our boss. We have faith, oh, oh, no, na, oh, baby, oh, no, na, oh, baby, fawa kwanche, she ho ansa, na fawo hun, tu nisu, na, no, na, oh, baby, oh, they are thinking of their boyfriend. Oh, yeah. God, God, I'll tell you, me, I want to think gani gani. Listen, as we talk about faith, and as we share a few keys about faith, you are going to exercise that key so that you can walk in the supernatural. Can I hear amen? Ah, I say, can I hear amen? We are just reading a few scriptures and then we'll go home. Matthew chapter 10, verse 32. Pastor, I want you to teach. You are preaching. I'm going to teach very soon, right? I'm just reading these verses for you and then we'll take one, two, three points Matthew chapter 10 are you glad you came to church in Matthew chapter 10 verse 32 look at verse 32 where is Matthew chapter 10 after Matthew chapter 9 are you there the Bible says And I like this one. I like this one. Look at uh, Matthew chapter 10 verse 32. It says, Whosoever therefore shall confess 
What word do you have in your Bible? What word? That word confess means to proclaim. If you have been a Catholic, you have restricted the word confess only to sins. But it is not just restricted to sins. I used to be a Catholic and I used to go for confession. You have to go for confession at least once or twice a year, if I remember well. And when you go, the first thing you do, just you and the pastor, you you and the priest, the first thing you do when you kneel down, you say, bless me, Father, for I have sinned. Then you mention your last date of uh, confession. It is six months since my last confession. Then you start confessing your sins. I want to confess to you that please, those days I used to sin inside the confession booth. Because, you see, after the confession, when we all come out, we compare notes. And based on the penance that you have been given, penance means the things you have to say for your sins to be forgiven. Charlie, as I'm talking about this, I realize that Charlie is bow. Where was the blood of Jesus Christ? Where was the work of the cross? Where was the preaching of the cross? The Bible says, for the preaching of the cross is foolishness to them perish. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 18. But to us who are saved, it's the power of God. I didn't hear the cross. I didn't hear the blood of Jesus Christ. For the blood of Jesus Christ, 1 John chapter 1, verse 7 and 8 and 9. It says, if you walk in the light as he is in the light, the Bible says we have fellowship one with another and the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sin. Where was the blood of Jesus Christ? Inside the confession booth. Do you know what I'll do? I have to start remembering wow, wow, wow sins which I've never committed before. Because after, if I give some wild sin, then the priest will also give me some wild penance. Maybe five, our father, three, Hail Mary, and then maybe uh, two, uh, Apostles' Creed. Because when we come out, and then it's like, oh, me, they only gave you two, our father. You got ten, our father, say, yeah, you are a wild sinner. And it's like, Charlie, we felt good, actually. Because if you just get two, our father, and one, Apostles' Creed, it's like, Charlie, 11-year-old boy. So you are in the confession booth and now you are saying, eh, um, I stole my mother's uh, fish. Eh, eh, I lied. Meanwhile, all this, you haven't even done it. So our minds as we grow up is that confession is only sin. But confession is not only sin. Here Jesus Christ says, if you confess me, who is me here? If you are looking at a good Bible, Matthew chapter 10 verse 32 is in red. Pastor, relax. You look too agitated. You too Pick up a little. You took, You look too cool. Tap someone. Say, pick up, pick up, pick up, pick up. Can I speak to you? Don't be satisfied with a low-level Christian life where it's like you just go multi multi. I mean, you could tell me until then. Ah, you don't don't let your Christian life be like some kind of wishy-washy, willowy, spineless. No. Be strong. Paul said be strong. And we can only be strong in the faith. We cannot be strong in something else. We cannot be strong in our natural pedigree. Paul, a lawyer. Paul, a Pharisee. He had the opportunity to be strong in his physical background. In the book of Philippians, he said, me, Paul, a Hebrew of Hebrews. Do you remember his name used to be Saul? Of the tribe of Benjamin. As touching the law, a Pharisee. Blameless. Of the righteousness that is to do with the law, blameless. But the same Philippians chapter 3, he will say, hey, I count on myself to have apprehended. 
But forgetting the things that are behind, I press forward. Why are you so strong in your natural strength? Why are you so strong on the fact that you are a gun? Why do you pride yourself on the fact that you are, you are whatever you are? Protocol is not allowing me to say what I want to say. I said protocol is not allowing me to say what I... I used to go to school with some enzimas. Enzima, one of the nicest tribes in the... They, they gave us independence. The Enzima tribe gave Ghana independence. If you don't know, Kwame Nkrumah was an Enzima. Beautiful tribe. But I have some friends. John Mesa Saba. When he speaks like this, and the way he say Mikrom, look at those Mikrom. Okokubeasi. Nase, a comedy. We kubeno. Odia vinia ope. He said, when you go to his hometown, somewhere in, um, I think, Tikobu number one or Tikobu number two. Somewhere. He says, when you see coconut farm, eat what you want. But he said, if you make the mistake to take some away, said the cutlass you are using, but the terrorists, you are weeding the whole farm. He said, you weed the whole farm to the owner camps. Serious. Why do you pride yourself in your, in your tribal beliefs? Why? And you say you're a Christian. Why can you not be strong in the Lord? Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. I know why I'm saying all these things because I'm going to give you a few points and then we'll go home. Can we read verse 33? Matthew chapter 10, verse 33. 32 says that, Do what? Whosoever shall confess me before men, I will confess him. 33. But whosoever shall deny me before men, him would I also deny before my Father which is in heaven. Underline 32 because it is crucial to our sermon this morning. Somebody say, confess me. Say, confess me. Confess Jesus. Confess Jesus. We restrict it to when somebody is getting born again. We say, oh, so if you are called upon Jesus. But you see, faith is a part of our Christian life. Let me give you the points very quickly. Number one, a few things you must know about faith. Can I give you? The Christian life is a life of faith. Look at some say the Christian life is a life of faith. I'm going to give you a lot of verses because I want you to note them when you have the opportunity. You, you, you read them yourself. In Romans chapter 12 verse 3, the Bible says that every man should think soberly according as God has given to every man a measure of faith. Meaning that you and I, we have faith. To sit on the chair you are sitting on, it took some faith for you to sit on. Are you getting what I'm saying? I had a meeting once. There was a Swiss woman who came to the meeting. Hefty man. Bolo, Obolo. Mami Bontos. You have no idea. And I arranged the place for the meeting. And I arranged all the chairs. Plastic chairs. Then I went out. When I came in, one of the chairs, can somebody get me a chair? I'm helping somebody here. One of the chairs, instead of they sitting like that, they have been done like that. And two. Two of them, so there were two. Ah, so I just put the thing back. 
and while there the meeting was about to start just before the meeting started then this Swiss woman came in with the husband also another and please I'm not against Obolo please I have a daughter who is also Obolo she came like that as soon as he came in uh, because I had arranged the thing already I mean without as soon as she just came in uh, she and the husband and I said to myself faith is working look as one say faith is working her faith was telling her that she could not just sit on a normal chair everybody has a measure of faith and we use it only that we need to have a faith that is in God we need to have what? A faith that is in God. And your Christian life is what? A life of faith. Second Corinthians chapter 5 verse 7. Write every single verse down. In your own time, read it. Use some of it for your quiet time. Whatever has the Holy Spirit direct you. The Bible says, for we walk by faith and not by sight. We walk by what? Faith. Our walk. I am a pastor by faith. I'm a normal, I'm a Christian by faith. I don't know everything. I don't know what's going on, but I believe that my future will be good. I believe that God has a plan and a purpose for me. I believe that though my beginning is small, yet my latter, I believe all this is faith. It's faith. In 2 Corinthians 1, read chapter, how do you call it? Um, 10, verse 5. I think I said it at the beginning. It says that though we walk in the flesh, verse 4 and 5, though we walk in the flesh, somebody say, I walk in the flesh. I walk in the flesh. Walking in the flesh doesn't mean that you are fleshly or you are carnal or something. It just means that your normal life is in the flesh. That is, you have flesh. Are you getting what I'm saying? We do not war after the flesh. Then it says, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down and life is a fight I'm telling you life you got to fight for every single thing you have to fight for the anointing it's so precious you have to even if you are married firstly the fact that you are Mrs. Opoti doesn't mean that that is all you heard the advice the chairman was giving you yesterday you heard the advice he said that when you are traveling don't go and hand her over to your Eric or your cousin or somebody that, oh, I'm traveling. Look after her for me. Is that what Mr. Craigie said? Eh? Eh? And then you too, if some his friend comes and said, oh, last, oh, fe, apalamesa, apalamesa, kama, 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 intao, mahon, intao, oho, eko hami. Said, I'll be my trouble. Listen very carefully. Everything you have to fight for it. But the fight is that the, our weapons, they are not carnal. It's not by Charlie just insulting somebody or beating somebody. I had, a, I, had, I had a church member once. She told me that, Pastor, I have three brothers and they don't come to church. And sometimes I invite them to church, they don't come. Hey, brother, they don't come. Hey. The last time I told one, if you don't come to church, I'll slap you. She <laughs> said, The last time she told one of her brothers that if she doesn't come to church, you'll slap the person. I said, Oh, but don't you know that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal? Are you getting me? Love, for example, is a weapon. Love is a weapon. You can love somebody to the point that the person is free from certain... When we go on the crusade, we are using the weapon of love. Yeah. Because we have left our beds and we are there in the cold. I've done crusades in temperatures that is like 10 degrees. If it's not love, what will make me go and stand there? Who is paying me? 
Can I speak to somebody? Know that the Christian life is what? A life of faith. Give somebody a high five and say it's a life of faith. Anything else is mediocre. Anything else. Anything else. In Romans chapter 1 verse 17, it says the just shall live by faith. Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 4 It says the just shall live by faith Galatians chapter 3 verse 11 It says the just shall live by faith Hebrews chapter 10 verse 38 It says now the just shall live by faith The just shall live by faith You are supposed to lead a faith life As you go up and down in your normal life You must be applying faith to the things you do and that, you see, and faith was that thing that we had in the Garden of Eden until sin brought doubt into our lives. Faith, that communion we had with God, that was it. Can I speak to somebody? This morning, somebody say, This morning, we are talking about faith. We are not talking about faith as in just something we say. But it's something that we are going to do. Are you getting me? Oh. Let me give you number two and number three and then we're close. Number two. And number two is simple. Jesus Christ is the word of God. Jesus Christ is what? The word of God. Pastor, what kind of class one Things are you telling us? Victoria, Jesus Christ is the word of God. In John chapter 1 verse 1, the Bible says, In the beginning was the word, and the word, Ben, was with God, and the word was God. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. That word is Jesus. So now you understand that Jesus Christ is the word of God. So what is the word of God? Is this clear? No question. Clear. What is the word of God? Jesus Christ is. For you to understand this, I want you to go with me to Hebrews chapter 13 verse 1 uh, Hebrews chapter 12 verse 1 and 2 and, can we go there very quickly Hebrews chapter 11 sorry why 13 why 12 why 11 I don't know Hebrews chapter 11 Hebrews chapter 11 pastor I don't believe what you are saying because me I've been a Christian for some time as for faith I used to go to some classes we studied all the classes. I used to take notes. And they said that if I have faith, I can move mountains. But even sometimes, even in my house, I cannot move anything unless I call Yaya the houseboy. <laughs> With this kind of mentality, no wonder your life is the way it is. It is good that you are here. So that you can listen to what I'm saying. Hmm? It's not enough for a man of God to stand here and say, I see you, I see you, I see you. What are you also seeing? 
And what are you also saying? Are you getting what I'm saying? Let us begin to work our faith from today. Our faith in the Lord. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1, 2, 3. Now, faith. When is faith? Now. Now. Faith is not something tomorrow. Hope is tomorrow. Faith is now. Hope is what? Tomorrow. Hope is something. Bible says hope that is seen is not hope. So hope, as for hope, you are hoping. But faith, real faith, is now something that I believe. That's why some of your prayers must change to thanksgiving. Because you are praying for something, you have it. It may not have arrived physically, but it is there in the heavens. The more you just continue to pray for that thing in the wrong way, the more you are even showing your lack of belief in that. And so that the more you even pray for the thing, instead of taking the necessary steps, it actually even shows that in the first place you didn't even believe. Oi! I love you, that's why I'm preaching this sermon. Ah! And I can talk about faith till kingdom come. Oh yeah! Just like I can talk about the Holy Spirit till kingdom come. Because he's the guide. It's, I'm preaching by the Holy Spirit. I'm not preaching by my mind. If I'm preaching, I'll read, I'll read, I'll read a sermon to you. I'll read, I'll just read a sermon. Can I read a sermon? On this August day of the second week of the month of evangelism, as a church taking upon itself due cognizance of the death of Christ on the cross and his message as he ascended that we should go into all the world preaching the good news and we are here as members of one holy communion to ascertain the veracity of that great coming through the elegy and through the pneumatics and through the expansion of that scriptural writ that was expressed in the book according to Saint Matthew that last chapter and proceeding from the verse 18 to 19 until the end I could have read it for you I could read for you but I believe in the Holy Spirit I believe for him to guide me to say the things that will help you because I don't trust my mind I don't trust I don't, I don't trust my mind I don't trust self Can we read Verse 1 of Hebrews chapter 11 Now faith is the substance of things so forth The Bible says The Evidence Of things not seen Evidence means the tangibility The real thing You cannot see it but you believe it Abraham was told to go and sacrifice Isaac. God had already told Abraham in Genesis chapter, um, how do you call it, 12, that he shall bless him, he shall bless his family. He had told him in Genesis chapter 15, that in his seed shall all the nations be blessed. Now only one child. He says, sacrifice him. 
But Abraham took it to mean that if he was going to sacrifice Isaac, the Bible said then he knew that God would raise Isaac up. If God tells you to leave something, don't be afraid. If it is God, then God himself knows what to do. Look at someone and say, God knows what to do. Verse 2, for by it the elders obtain a good report. You want a good report? Try faith. Now verse 3. Verse 3 is the verse I'm looking for. Very quickly, we are just on point number 2. We have to go to point number 3 and point number 4. Verse 3 of Hebrews chapter 11, what does it say? It says through connections, through mathematical analysis, through what? Through what? Through fear. Through faith, we understand. May your understanding change through faith in the name of Jesus. May your mind begin to change through faith. May you begin to grasp certain things through faith. Don't just stop at what you yourself you can do. Through faith, begin to understand certain things. The Bible says through faith, we understand that the world... What? The world. Is it in your Bible... I don't know what version you are reading, but I'm reading King James. And it says worlds. Are you there? The worlds. America, whatever. Pluto, Jupiter. The worlds were what? They were framed. That is, they were made. They were manufactured. By what? Scientists. By what? By the word of God. Did we read Romans chapter 10 which said that the word of God is nigh thee in your mouth, even in your heart? Did we read that? Meaning that power that framed the world, where is it now? It is in your mouth. It is in your mouth. Look at what I say. It there your mouth inside. Tell the person Kelkechos. Uh, please, the French people, is it correct? Something like that. Kelke shoes. Something in your mouth. Oh. Dambush. Dambush. You have to add dambush. Kelke shoes, dambush. Something in your mouth. Oh. You don't know the creative power that is resting in your mouth right now. I say you don't know the creative power. Can I have four men here? Four men. Four men. Four men. I'm just about to close. Four men. Four men. Come. You stand here. Stand next to him. Stand next to Brother Theo. Francis, come and stand here. Shabari Kabasha Kataya Kaburusukuturi Kiburasakatanda. Pastor, why are there four men standing here? You two, why are you sleeping? It says through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by what? The word of God. So that the things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Church of God, I want you to know that if Jesus Christ is the word of God and Jesus Christ is the word of God. Ah, ah. If Jesus Christ is the word of God And Jesus Christ is the word of God And the Bible says that the world was made by what? So the world was made by what? 
So if you want to make any wealth, what do you do? So we can close the service and go. If you want to make any wealth, that's all. Now we have different kinds of Christians. Some they don't say good, they don't say bad. Death and life lie in the power of the tongue. They they won't say life, they won't say good. Are you that kind of Christian? You are there, always quiet. Mm? You have some. Mm? Mm? You don't know how the deaf and deaf are jealous of you, but you are. Mm? You can speak, but you can't speak. Do mm? you know someone like that? Mm? Everything. Some of my children, when I speak to them, and I, mm, I say, no. My father used to say, mm, say no. Mm. Don't, you don't do this. Do you also tell your children, open your mouth. But there are some people, they won't open their mouth. Neither good nor bad. Are you that kind of Christian? I said, are you that kind of Christian? You, you won't say good. You, you won't say bad. There are some Christians... God have mercy and I refuse this in Jesus name I also refuse that they, The only thing that they say is bad Have you met somebody like that before? I have met people like that Man They can wax lyrical On Negatives When it comes to negativity Axon do you know negativity? When it comes to evil, when it comes to bad things, when it comes to bad reports, yeah, it's like they have oral diarrhea. They can spew out every evil thing under the sun. They know when you talk about fornication in the church, they can give, oh, wait, 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 wait. They know it. When you talk about, I mean, talk about any evil, they know it. Talk about what the devil is doing, they know it. And I know now about some. They know everything about Abunsam. And they talk about him. You think that they are PRO for Abunsam? Do you know somebody like that? They talk about the negative things that is happening. Their talk is always of fear. And don't forget fear. F-E-A-R. Fear is what? False evidence appearing real. They always talk about evil. They will say... Everything. Their whole life. It won't work. You bring up a good idea. Are you understanding what I'm saying? That is what they say all the time. Death and life. Lie in the power of the tongue. Do you know somebody like that? I know God faint. Mm. It don't work. Hey, me woo, me woo, hey, me woo, me woo. Woo. And A man of God went to a certain office and he needed a certain document. I hear this Archbishop um, Idahosa. And then the officer said, To get this document over my dead body. Do you know what the Archbishop said? He said, Begin to die. At once, the person realized that his air, condition, his air supply has started ceasing. True story. Because the guy said, over my dead body. So the archbishop also said, begin to die. May you say, begin to die to your enemies in Jesus' name. 
your boss is saying something then you look at your boss and say boss boss this thing this letter of suspension it won't work you as soon as you get a letter <laughs> because that's what you are saying all the time where is the word of God that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world where is the word of God that says that I can do all things to Jesus who threatens me where is the word of God that says that you shall say to this mountain and it shall move where is the word of God as a preacher I ask myself when I preach where is the word of God where is the word of God so there are people like that they all just speak negative are you learning something and then there are people like this they, they speak both good and bad he says one good and he cancels it out with another bad are you getting it the first one he doesn't say anything the second one he's just saying only negative things this one as soon as he says good then a pain then he cancels with a bad one how many of you know some Christians like that? Hey, don't go, don't go. They come to church and they are excited with the word of God. They say, preach pastor. The word is doing me. Ah, something is happening. You are blessing me. The Lord will bless me. The Lord is, ah, this word. Ah, it's my word. Hey! And then as soon as they go out, they say, Charlie, so many Christians so 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 many Christians they say one thing then they cancel it with another thing you must learn not to tolerate certain things in your hearing I just heard somebody say pastor you have to be real what is more real than the word that created the world I said what is more real than the word that created the world that is why a lot of us we don't get into our breakthroughs because we go, the Bible says they take one step forward and two steps backward. That's what the Bible describes it. So one step. You are, you, are, you are reaching out for the thing. You go to church, you hear a word of God, you are so excited. You are reaching, then as soon as you go, you hear something else, and then you align to that. That is why the Bible says that this word of the Lord shall not depart out of thy mouth. And it shall be there. Let the word of God, Colossians chapter 3, let the word of God dwell in you richly, richly, richly. Richly, oh, are they rich in continuing that? I did your love now. I'm gonna ask someone, I'm not paying him, though you're rich. I'm not paying him, though you're rich. Do you for one as I'm gonna tell you, son, and from today, let the word of God dwell richly when you are playing music in your house. Huh? You say, oh, a cool number. A cool number. Oh, that's a weird idea. I don't cry. spiritual. I mean, Bob Marley. I would say, or a priest, or your own. Or a priest. Then you are playing. Am I preaching to somebody? Oh, Paris, yes, they robbed. Sold out to the merchant ship. But my hand was made strong 
by the hand of the Almighty. Hey! Because there is some there is some scripture inside us that by the hand of the Almighty, so you are singing. Hey! You don't know what you are doing. You are cancelling out your confession because death and life they do what? They lie in the power of the tongue. And as I bring my sermon to a close, can I bring my sermon to a close? I want you, if you believe that Jesus Christ is the word of God, I want you to replace your words with what? With the word of God. That's all I want you to do. Pastor, how can I do it? In my normal life, I'm a teacher. I have to go and teach physics. How can I replace? I'm not saying that become a madman. When you go to the, you are a teacher now, you are going to read the Bible. But you see, there are certain words that have the ability to affect all of us. Your normal words. Replace it with what? The words of God. Pastor, what do you mean by that? As soon as you begin to understand that inside your mouth, Bible says the tongue in James chapter 3 verse 5, the tongue is a small member, but it does what? It has great power. Someone say, my tongue has great power. As soon as you are conscious of that, you see, a lot of us, we are killing ourselves because of our words. I normally say I'm recovering from sickness. The sickness, they say, I'm recovering from it. Not that I'm getting sick. Even it's the beginning of the sickness, but I say I'm recovering. That is the reality, I believe. Because if I say I'm getting sick, uh, I've given access. I give the thing access. And then the thing just moves me through. Can I speak to somebody? Listen very carefully. From today, I want you to confess the word of God. Can you begin to confess the word of God? And number three, as I close, confess the word to your circumstances. Amen. And this is, this is it. This is it. The first one, it doesn't say anything. The second one, it's only saying negative things. The third one, it says positive and negative but is it possible that you can just say the word I believe it's possible I believe it's possible who understands what I'm saying I believe it's possible it may not, it may not, it may not be today but you can start today where you begin to see everything in the light of the word of God Pastor, but that, you cannot be real when you say that you make the word of God a lie but then you say that there is something that was not created by the word. But the Bible says that and everything was made by him and nothing was made that was not made by him. Am I speaking to somebody? Are you going to confess the word of God over your circumstance? Are you serious? And if you are going to do that, you have to fix your mind on Jesus. You have to face. Stand up. Stand up wherever you are. Stand up wherever you are. You have to fix your mind on Jesus. You have to fix your mind on Jesus. You got born again because you believed in the word concerning salvation. Everybody look at me, please. If you can see me, look at me. You got born again because you believe the word of God concerning salvation. And he confessed. Can you also believe the word of God concerning healing? 
of the same principle. Can you believe the word of God concerning your prosperity? Otherwise, then it means you make God a God of salvation, but not a God of prosperity. You make God a God of salvation, but not a God of healing. But the Bible says that he's Jehovah Rapha. He's the Lord that healeth all our diseases. I want you to begin to confess. And when I say confess, I'm not talking about sin. I took 11 minutes to describe that one. I'm not saying sin. Let us not be religious. Let's be spiritual minded. Begin to say something over your life. Confess. Next week we're going to look at the things we have to confess. But right now, say something. Say the word of God over your circumstance. Say it. Say it. Say it. Consider Jesus and begin to say, please, God doesn't need your prayer. You need, you, you need to pray. Don't impress God. Don't impress God. Don't impress God. I'm begging you. Confess something over your life. Confess. You are looking to become a very big person in future. Say it. I am a big person. I am an important person. You are looking to, 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 to do international business. Say, I am an international businessman. You are looking to be married. Just say, I am married. You are looking to have children. Say, I have children. You are looking to have a holy Christian life. Just say, I'm a holy guy. Just say it. Say it. Say it. Say it. This church is going to become a great church. Out of this church, we are going to have multi-millionaires. We are going to have holy people believing the word of God. Moving with the word of God. Pastors, evangelists, prophets are going to come out of this church. Because the word of God says so. We're going to have mega men and mega families that are steeped and strong in the word and in the Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, we worship you. We bless your holy name. Close your eyes. Close your eyes wherever you are. Put your hand on your chest. Say from today, the words that I speak, they are life. I will consider what I say. I'll consider Jesus because he is the word of God. He is the power that creates from today. Every word that I shall say, it shall be Jesus. Jesus. Jesus, that power that creates my world. From today, I create my world. Nobody, nobody can create my world. My pastor cannot create my world. My wife cannot create my world. My husband cannot create my world. I I create my world through the word, the word of Christ, the word of Jesus. As I speak the words of Jesus over my life, over my business, over my career, over my health, over my spirit, over my body, over my situation, over my children, over my circumstance, the word of Christ, which is the word that creates that word it is working as I work 
the word. The word is working. As I speak, the word. The word is working. The word of faith. The word of faith. That is in me. In my mouth. In my heart. That word. As I consider the word and I speak the word. It is working. It is working in my life. I said it is working in my life. From today, I refuse to confess evil. I refuse to confess sickness. I refuse to confess poverty. I refuse to confess lack. I refuse to confess evil in my life. I refuse evil in my life. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Put your hands together for the Lord somebody. I want you to hold somebody's hand. And I want you to say something over the person's life. I don't know why I'm doing this, but the Holy Spirit was impressing upon me. Say something over the person's life. What you sow, you shall reap. Whatever you are saying is coming back to you two times. It's coming back to you, whatever you're saying. Say something. Say something. If it is your wife, say something. Say something. Say something good. Something powerful. Something positive. Hallelujah. Stretch forth your hands towards me. Say something nice. Say something. Say it. Whatever you say is coming back to you. Lord, I receive your word over my life. I thank you. Paul said he needed prayers. I need prayers. I need prayers. The prayers of the saints. I need the prayers of the saints. That whatever we are saying, let it be our portion. Whatever we are saying, let it be our portion. We bless your holy name. We worship you. And Jesus' name. Put your hands together and you may take your seats. Let me hear an amen to the Lord somebody. Another amen. Let me hear your loudest amen. God bless you. Take out a good offering. We're going to continue the key of faith. Next week, this evening, we're going to pray for the sick. And we're also going to continue about faith. Amen. Bewa. Bewa is a young man who lives in Italy. I think he lives in Europe, England. But he's an, he's, he's an Italian. Who knows Bewa? He changed his name to Mario what? Barotelli. And he scored a goal in the recent UEFA championship. Playing for Italy against um, the last match that they played. Not the finals. It was Germany. Just before the finals. The one that when he scored, then he went to stand there like that. 
And normally when he scores a goal, for those who don't know, he's a soccer player. When he scores a goal, he just stands there like that. And then they ask him a question. That, uh, why doesn't he celebrate? Then he says, when the postmaster goes to post a letter or deliver a letter, he doesn't celebrate. It is normal. I want you to know that as a Christian, you must expect miracles in your life. It should be normal. The supernatural should begin to be normal in your life. I have seen it in the lives of people. I've seen part of it in my life. I want to see more of it. Who wants to see more? If only in this world or only natural things are happening to you, you would always have a long face. And the long face, it shows how long your testimony is waiting. Don't have a long face. Try and be happy. Try and smile. You get what I'm saying? Don't let the devil deceive us. You are intended for a life of the miraculous. You are intended for a life of good things happening to you. Amen. May a wonderful man come to marry you. Can I hear amen? May you marry a wonderful lady. A pastor married a lady in the night. The lady turned into a snake. And then went to bite uh, his something. Uh, but it was a movie anyway <laughs> close your eyes wherever you are let's pray close your eyes close your eyes close your eyes if you are here you are not born again you don't have Jesus as your personal savior don't leave this place bereft of Jesus don't leave this place without Jesus you're not born again God is calling you God is calling you he says today is the day do not harden your heart if you are here like that you want to say pastor please I'm a good person but I don't have Jesus I am an average person but I don't have Jesus in fact I think that I'm a bad guy but I don't have Jesus I need Jesus only Jesus can save you you cannot save yourself as every eye is closed and every head is bowed I want you to lift up one hand so that I pray with you lift up just one hand God bless you God bless you. Your hand is coming up. I can see your hand in front. My lady is in a nice dress. Lift up your hand. Lift it up. Lift it up. Don't put it down. Lift it up. Lift it up. Lift it up. I can see your hand. My brother. My brother in the white shirt. I can see your hand. Nobody is looking at you. Nobody is looking at you. Only you and Jesus. Don't make a mistake. We are not asking you to join this church. That is a bonus. We are asking you to join Jesus. If you are here like that, lift up your hand. You don't know Jesus, but you want Jesus to come into your life. You want Jesus to be your personal savior, to be your friend, to lead you on. Your good works cannot take you to heaven. Your good works cannot help you on this earth. Only Jesus can help you. If your hand is up, come and let's pray. If your hand is up, come and let's pray. Maybe you lifted up your hand, but you are, you are, you are debating you are debating it's only God who is calling you I'm not the one calling you I'm not the one calling you God is the one calling you God is the one calling you God is the one calling you let the whole church say after me my brother say this Lord Jesus lift up one hand and say Lord Jesus today I come to you Jesus 
You died for my sins. I was a sinner going to hell. But you died for me. You took my sins on the cross. From today, I refuse. I reject. I let go all my sins. Jesus, I take you into my life. Write my name in the book of life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Brother. Set. And when you are for from. Why you need pastor on Put your hands together for our brother. I don't think you are excited. If you are not excited about preaching, there's nothing wrong. But if you are not excited about one soul, then there's something very wrong. Amen. Barotelli will score a goal. Take out a good offering as we close. I want somebody to give the Lord 20 Ghana cities. 20 Ghana cities. Get up. 20 Ghana cities. Get up and come and give the Lord an offering. We are still building the church. We say it and we are doing it. 20 Ghana cities. 20 Ghana cities. 20 Ghana cities. When you take 20 Ghana to Accra Mall, it looks so small. May your husband love you. May he buy you a new gift. 20 Ghana. Where are you? 20 Ghana. 10 Ghana. 20 Ghana. Also come. 20 Ghana, 10 Ghana. As you give to the Lord, the Lord give back to you. Good measure, press down, shake it together. May you receive favor. Uncommon favor. Five Ghana. Five Ghana. As you give, may the Lord bless you. May the Lord promote you. The Lord promotes you. Tomorrow will promise you. Tomorrow, the Lord today. May your faith begin to work. Very well, my May your faith begin to work. Four Ghana, three Ghana, two Ghana, even one Ghana. Four Ghana, three Ghana, two Ghana. Jesus said, Here I stand. Jesus said, Would you please take my hands? And you said, I will tomorrow. Sing it, my sister. Jesus said, I am He who supplies all your needs. Supply all your needs. I know, but tomorrow. Oh, we don't want tomorrow. We want now. Tomorrow, I give my life tomorrow. I promise you today. Take out a coin. 
Você calça muito. Take out a coin, a booster, lift it up as you pray. Father, we thank you for the boosters in Jesus' name. came with your first and best I want you to come as you pray tomorrow I thought about today oh so much easier to say tomorrow forget about tomorrow would you give your life today It's a very nice song, and I want to hear the words. You said, Tomorrow, what, 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 what? Tomorrow, I give my life. Tomorrow, I give my, my life. life. Tomorrow. Tomorrow? Yeah. Why tomorrow? Uh, but it will be too late. I think it's a prophetic message, is it not? Faith is what? Now. If you have been trying God for something, I want you to begin to speak words of faith over that thing remember the four, the four gentlemen and choose the one you want to be choose just choose that's all when you choose I don't need to preach again tomorrow la 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 tomorrow, tomorrow father as I lay my hands father be an impartation father be an impartation so much easier to say That we believe God for oh, as we speak. So much as we speak. To say, as we speak the word of faith. That world that created. Oh, as we speak it. Tomorrow, as we speak it. As we don't remain silent. Lord, your word says they believed and they spoke. We also believe and we speak. As we speak it in the open. As we speak it aloud. As we declare it, let it be so. Let it be so. Because the word is near us. In our hearts. In our hearts. In our mouth. Speak from today. Speak from today. Don't stop speaking. Speak. The power to speak. The power of life. The power of life. Speak it. Tomorrow, Speak it. I give my life tomorrow. tomorrow. I Stand to your feet as we bring our service today. to an end. Oh, so much easier to say.
We hope you have enjoyed this message. For copies of this message and other messages by Reverend Samuel Sawyer, please contact the following numbers 0243210323, If you are calling from outside Ghana, please begin with 00233 and email us at samsoya at yahoo.com. We invite you to visit us every Sunday morning at the LCI Rose of Sharon Cathedral, former Olympia Cinema, at 6.30 a.m., 8.30 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. Our youth and children's service also come on at 8.30 to 10.30 a.m. every Sunday. On Thursday evenings, we meet from 6 o'clock to 8 o'clock p.m. God bless you.